0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio.
1: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah. How are you? I'm good, friend. How are you?
0: I'm full. I <laughs> ate a little too much.
1: <laughs> well, you did make some killer strawberry shortcake. It was really good. Thank you. And for somebody that's trying to not eat wheat...
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. It, I failed
1: miserably, well, but it was delicious. you should me that. No, it was delicious. It was oh, incredible.
0: You. I... And, well, I was telling you this upstairs. Mm-hmm. So... For those of you who don't know, my, my, uh, let's see, health and fitness journey, that's what we're going to call it. My health and fitness journey started in t- 2010, 2009. Huh. Okay. A really long time ago. And I did really well for a very long time. And by the, middle of 2011 i had lost 72 pounds hmm. and i felt fantastic it was it was the best i had felt in years you know i i think i was probably if i wasn't the same weight that i was when i was in high school then i was close and um in February of, of 2012, I um God started a healing process in me. And my brain made the decision <laughs> that I couldn't <laughs> so we're just gonna blame it on my brain. My brain made the decision that I could not focus on health and fitness and or, or weight and fitness, like I, I could not control my eating and deal with healing my, my past traumas and my emotions at the same time. It, it was overwhelming and it was too much. Makes sense. And while I never did put back on all of that weight, I did put back on probably like half of it. And in the course of the last probably five years, I have lost it and gained it and lost it and gained it mm. in different variations and have done, you know, many things. I know how to work out. I I I actually loved when I had Joe as my personal trainer. Like that that was some of the best workout times in like because when I got mad at working out, I just took it out on Joe. And Joe didn't care. He just took it out on me with weights. Like it was <laughs> it was this mutually beneficial um
1: very good reciprocity. It, it really was. Yeah. It
0: really was. And
1: a symbiotic so, relationship. Yes. I'm thinking of Thank like you. Yeah, like <laughs> like Nemo. <laughs> and the anemone, anemone, me, 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 whatever thing, you know, enemy. Yes. Like I don't even say it.
0: Yeah, I can't say it either. Okay, it doesn't I'm not matter. I'm going to try. <laughs> but um and so so that was that was really good time and and through different changing gyms and stuff I we stopped working out with Joe, we being Cliff and I, and worked out on my own, went about a year where I didn't work out at all, uh, worked out on my own and, you know, back and forth and back and forth. And last year, last May, Cliff asked me if I would try um, the keto diet with him. Um, he was challenged by uh, Michael Hyatt, who he highly respects. We both highly respect Michael Hyatt, and he was challenged to try keto for thirty days. And I was like, "Well, we could do anything for thirty days," and we did, and we liked it. Um, I stayed on the the keto diet through September when we went to Franklin for Free the Dream. And I was like, I'm just going to eat like a little, you know, I, there, there's this barbecue place that we have cater, um, dinner or lunch one night, one day. And I was like, I just, I want a little bit of the mac and cheese. And, you know, there was just a little bit of this and a little bit of that, well, when I got home, a little bit of this and a little bit of that turned into, whoa, I'm eating carbs again, <laughs> like nonstop all out and have had a couple of times where I have gone, you know days and then I'll fall off and then I can go a week and then I fall like I can't get my mind I can't get my brain back to that place where I'm like okay I can do this I can do anything for 30 days now my brain is like you can't do anything for 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. and so while I have the desire to make the decision to change my eating I haven't actually got to the place where I'm making the decision to change my eating. Does any of that make sense?
1: Absolutely it does. So,
0: I know how to make decisions and I know how you know to to limit myself. I know all of these things, but I'm not finding the leverage that I need to get myself there. And that's that's where I'm at. So, I made strawberry shortcake and I was like, I'm going to make it on Tuesday cuz Sarah's coming in.
1: And it was delicious, y'all. It so was delicious.
0: I need to stop follow. I need to take um tasty off of my instagram feed (laughs) that might help me
1: more tempting
0: it is because that's what i did i was scrolling through instagram one day and it's the only social media that i'm checking at the moment so i was scrolling through instagram and this video of this um from scratch angel food cake with strawberries and homemade whipped cream and um I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to make that,
1: and it was delicious.
0: So anyway, that's I'm I'm full. Mm -hmm. That that's where all of that that five minute story came from. Yeah, I'm full.
1: (laughs) So at the top of the show, I said that I'm good. That's not particularly true. I mean, it's not. I mean, I think it was just like this answer that you give when you know you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm. I'm, You know, I'm doing. I'm doing well. I'm good. You know what? You gave you.
0: You're fine. That, 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 you know how when women say we're fine, we're not fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what you just did to us.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) I've been really, really struggling with anxiety. That's that. Now that's the truth. And a lot of it is just, I hate when I, I hate that I talk about it, but it's just the reality of my life. Some days I do better with divorce than I do other days and, and the fallout and the consequences of it, um, and I want to be real about that. I want I want to um I don't want my life to be defined by divorce or that I had quote a failed marriage or you know that I have a you know that all of that, but there's but there are still consequences to that. And I want to use that for God's kingdom and God's glory and let him redeem it. And so I'm trying to find this balance of How do I not let my life be defined by divorce, but still let it, but but finding a way to serve and to minister um, to those that have experienced, um, have experienced that. And um, so some days I do really, really well. Uh, The healing process has taken me, I'm just... I feel more alive than I have in years and years and years, even pre-divorce. Um, I, I know that God um, honestly rescued me from an unhealthy relationship. I know those things. Um, but there are just some days that the losses feel, well, I have to, I guess I have to feel them. Mm-hmm. And, and so understanding that, that it's a, just like you talk about your, your yep. weight loss I, I mean and, and. It's a journey. a journey. It's a process. It's a process, and so. P.S. on well, as an aside, <laughs> I don't even know. As an aside, <laughs> let me just say this from the top of the of this. I just said the top again. I'm I'm having a hard time with my words. I am madly in love with the man that I'm going to marry, mm-hmm. and I am so excited to partner with him in in the kingdom. I know that God has brought a partnership together so that um, I can be even more who, who who God created me to be. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind what the enemy tried to use to destroy me is actually going to be where I'm going to kick his ass even more right. because he's given me a partner that wants me to be who God created me to be and, and it encourages me in that and is excited for me. Um, and I am so excited about this partnership that, that I have with him and that will grow um, as we get married and become one and, 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 and all of that. So let me just say that. Um, I remember my daughter asking me, do I, did I think that it was, how did she word that? And I hope that she doesn't wouldn't take offense to this. But I really want to be real about this because there have to be other people that have struggled or do struggle with with the whole thing of um was divorce the best thing? And that's such a hard question because um divorce there's so many consequences to that. But what I will say is what the enemy tried to, to destroy me with is actually what's going to be used for his kingdom and his glory and got what shows how doesn't show that the decision was right, or, and I'm, I'm not putting divorce now, because I know there's a whole bunch of different decision, um, things that go into that, but that but shows how powerful God is, that He can take the worst, and I'm not even just talking divorce, but anything in our lives, He can take the very worst thing in our life, and He can flip it on its head and use it for the good, and for His kingdom, and Absolutely. His glory, and for redemption purposes. It has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with Him, and that to me is exciting and it's exciting to see how God can take any situation and just use it for his good. And, um, so that's what I, how I answered that to her because I don't, there's too many factors that would go into, was it the right decision? Was it the best decision? Um, because I don't want to give any credit to, do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying.
0: Okay. I do. Yes, you don't want to give any credit to um to sin to the sin to the negativity that got you there, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean so here here is here is what I'm thinking about while you're yeah while you're, please, in, in how please engage with that. um and how you're explaining it is that um I went to the next level mastermind a couple of weeks ago and I shared something that I was struggling with mm-hmm. um and for confidentiality reasons, I'm not going to share the whole story. Right. Absolutely. But it, it had to do with, um, relationships from, um, relationships that, that are close to me that I, I was struggling through and, and what was going on. And anyway, um, referencing all of that to the trauma that I've had in my past Mm -hmm. with my past abuse and how that came about. And, um, those different anyway. So my friend Elmer says to me <laughs> Leo found me. Sorry. <laughs> totally distracted. The podcast puppy is here. <laughs> he <all> is. <laughs> the podcast puppy is here. Hello, puppers. So um my friend Elmer says to me, he says, um, you know, I, I understand where you're what what you're sharing and you know, not to negate but all of those things, um, even the bad things that that have happened are Um, are what led you to who you are and where you are now. Now, as a four-year-old, would I have chosen those things? No. As an adult, I wouldn't choose those things. But they happened to me, and God has redeemed them, and I have been able to share a message and to share a story and to share myself with others in a way that I would not have been able to do had I not been through those things that were the sin of others placed on me but gave me a story. So yes, I, I like who I am most days. I love where I'm at. Even the bumps that it took to get me there.
1: And I can honestly Does that make sense? Does that go does. with what
0: you're like yes. you don't want to give credit to the sin and and the negative decisions that were were made. Some of them on your behalf, you had no say in them. But the redeeming that has happened, the proof that God is alive and living and working in your life
1: is there because of those things. That's exactly right. And um, I actually can say I like who I am. <laughs> it's about damn time. I know. And I I really do I like how God created me and I I know I'm human. I'm just going to go ahead and cut you off. I get it. I have my issues. I have my Some days you're going to wake up and struggle with anxiety. Yeah. And some, you know, and some days there's going to be I mean, but that also shows why I need a savior. Mm-hmm. It, it brings that back into reality that I don't have it all together, that I have to have Jesus, that he is the foundation. He is, he is what, when I fall into and I lean into, I become an even greater. I mean, I become the the version of me that I was created to be because of him. And so with the anxiety, with the whole anxiety thing today i've just been struggling with the losses let me just the losses that that come along with a with a family that's broken it was not that's not how god intended family to be and there are losses that come along with that and some days i do i can just be not even just content, but happy where I am and excited and hopeful and all of those things. But then there's some things that sometimes I just, there's a loss or there's a thing that I, a dream that I, again, I don't get to experience or whatever it is and I have to grieve it. Mm -hmm. But where I am now is that I understand that God is giving me greater dreams. God is... is going to give me better experiences. God is going to do even more than I can ask or imagine. And he is going to restore everything that the enemy tried to steal from me. And and I think it's in Zechariah where he says that he's going to give me, he gives us double. Mm -hmm. And I am looking forward. I have experienced a multiplication in a lot of areas of my life. I'm looking forward to, um, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if there will ever be a time that there's not a twinge of loss. I, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there's, but we live in a fallen world. And I know that it's not just me with divorce. I mean, that's just all of life. And so you have to understand that, or I have to understand that everybody experiences those losses and every, mm-hmm. we just have them in different areas of our life or different circumstances. And what are we going to do with that loss? Are we going to turn it and we have to grieve it? But then we can turn it over to God and say, "Okay, God, what are you going to do with this? Right. I I wait in anticipation to see what you are going to do to blow my socks off, basically. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. No. Right. So today is one of those days where I felt lost more profound. Something happened and Sarah woke up feeling
0: like it's not
1: that just. Right. I mean, there's th- triggers. Th-
0: there, there's a trigger, right? Yeah, there's and so triggers I'm just- to that.
1: Right. I, absolutely. I, and so um, now what I can tell you is that a year ago, well, even longer than a year ago, I mean, I've been on this healing thing for, I mean, it was just an overwhelm. It didn't have, there was no trigger. It was just sadness. It was just, right. Now yeah. it's just kind of like.
0: We watched the movie. Um, what is the name of that movie? the motion movie, the Disney animated.
1: Oh, what is the name
0: of that movie? Oh,
1: what like, is th- oh yeah. Um, I know exactly but there's anger. Yes.
0: And- but sadness is the most, um, important emotion in that movie because, because, um, joy keeps trying to suppress sadness mm. and keep, keeps trying to get her to not touch the memories because it changes them. But mm. when, when sadness, um, God love her, just can't go on they They realized that like this happy emotion came after a cheering up after a set- like after it was following a sad memory, mm-hmm. you know, and you know they lost a game, and that was sad and and um because the character played hockey, and then you know she's sitting in the tree, and her parents come, and her team comes and like and then there's a happy memory full of joy, but you couldn't have had that had there not first been. Sad- Am I making sense? It sure okay. does. But sadness is the most important
1: emotion in in that movie. Well, if we don't experience sadness, we're not going to understand joy. Exactly. If we don't experience the the hard things, we're not going to understand what good is. What good is? And um, there's they 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 work together. They do. And for us to just well, that's
0: what I love. I love that movie. Yeah. I absolutely love. My kids and I just watched that like a month ago. Oh, yeah. And um and as she get, as she gets older and the board grows you know it is the five of them it it is um joy and sadness and anger and disgust and um somebody out there is listening shouting at me what that last one is <laughs> what that fifth one is i can see fear
1: that. oh
0: and um and it it is the five of them working together that make the little girl a whole a whole person. Yes. Like, so you can't have one without the other.
1: We have our emotions for a reason and Absolutely. a purpose. They are there to help us understand if there's something dangerous or if there's something that we should, uh, so we should be afraid. Or there are times that we have every right to be angry. Yes. And to have that. And to, so, but what's crazy to me is that you can't be healthy unless you're grounded in truth. And you have to have truth because your emotions can run away and tell you all kinds of things that that aren't necessarily true. And so you have to have your emotions that that govern part of you and and truth that governs part of you and and hopefully they'll all work together. Absolutely. Okay, what art? Did you figure out the movie? Um, no, I asked my daughter. <laughs> See as she answers. I can't believe I can't but, remember um, that either. That's I a great movie. As soon movie. as she
0: says, "I'm, I'm going," I'm. I'm going to, but, um, is, is, there, is, <laughs> I'm just, there's a lady antebellum song. Do you know, they changed their name? Lady A. <laughs> <Yeah>. I know. <laughs> anyway. Um, so there is a song on inside out is the name, is the name right. in, inside out. And, um, what is, I actually have to go through, um, find the album. Is it on their new one or the last one? Let's see. Um, No, I think it's on the other one, so it it would be oh, now I don't remember which one it is anyway it it talks it it um hmm I think it let it be love let me see if I can I'm looking for lyrics full lyrics, yeah, the thing about. Okay, let me pause it. Um, The thing about envy in me um, comes out of nowhere, hits so hard I can hardly breathe um, in the middle of the night when I need sleep. That's the thing about envy in me. And then, so it's talking about, you know, how you, you know, the thing about angry in me um, I'm strong. Then I'm down on my knees, and I scream. And I scream when the silence should speak. And that's and it's talking about dealing with your emotions. And it, it talks about love, but um, that love lifts us up, and love does all of these things. Which mm-hmm. um, I don't necessarily agree with all of the lyrics of the song, but we're supposed to experience emotions,
1: all of them. It's how we experience, it, and then what we do with them. What we do with them. That yeah. is. And the things that we believe out of them. Yes. So that's why we have to be grounded in truth. So at Free the Dream, this last, I you all gave me the opportunity to speak, and I talked about dreaming in the ashes. And yes. I know I've talked about that, but I remember one of the things that I said, and I still believe I have a heart for women. Mm-hmm. Always have. Um, I mean, that is a God-given thing. And I really, really, really want to serve um and love women well. And I never would have thought that this was the direction that God would have taken me, but I know that he is going to use everything in my life to help spread the gospel, mm-hmm. spread the kingdom out of my heart. I don't do it well like you know, I get so frustrated with myself because I don't I sometimes just get so caught up in myself and my own hurt that I'm not able to look out I'm doing it better now. I mean, cause again, you have to take time to heal. So I, I know I need to be patient with myself, but there are so many, I'm just sometimes just so ready for God to just use me. Right. <laughs> I'm just, but I understand that I can't, I've got to. he's still got to. But he does. Yes, I understand. He, but, does. Uh, he does. But I remember saying from that stage and I still, everything that I've gone through, if one person needed to hear my story, if one person needed to hear mm-hmm. it, it was worth it. Um and I was reminded about how the apostle Paul talked about that. I was listening to something from my church um this today and it was um the it's from Colossians and Paul wrote, "Now I rejoice, this is Colossians one twenty four. Now I rejoice in what was suffered for you and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body which is the church." I have become a servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. And he says, um, and then a little bit in verse 18, we proclaim him, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone perfect in Christ. To this end, I labor, struggling with all his energy, which so powerfully works in me. And I love this. Now I rejoice in what was suffered for you. And there's somebody that's my for you. Absolutely. There are, there are women out there that what I have suffered is they're my, for you. And I remember just when I was a little girl wanting, you know, to be a missionary and then I thought I wanted to be a nun. And (laughs) (laughs) I mean, all of these different things that my story is and, and everything that I have suffered Mm -hmm. will then be, um, for the women that you yeah, to, to this end, in, in verse 29, to this end, I labor, struggling with all his energy. It's not dependent upon me. It's his energy which so powerfully works in me. And had I not understand that I had to come to the end of myself, truly come to the end of myself, those those sufferings, um, that anxiety, that depression, all of those different things that I you know, sometimes struggle with... Um, they 're going to be used for for good and for a bunch of people that mm-hmm. just need to experience that fullness absolutely, yeah, so that's a long story. I know that I've talked quite a bit, but I just wanted to be really <laughs> honest about the anxiety that i'm going through and and um just know well, that- I mean
0: to come here and to say, "Oh i'm good, and this is all great and you know everything is everything is peachy keen and um but
1: so many people so many false. of us do on social media we do we put this- so many
0: put put this this filtered staged foot forward and that's not truth mm-hmm. the truth is that we struggle the truth is that you know Sarah woke up with anxiety the truth is that you know my muffin top is now hanging over my workout pants like those are truths that we deal with. Every day, or some days, it doesn't have to be every day. But sometimes they're still happening every day. Like my muffin topping will be gone tomorrow. Like I'm going to have to put in some serious work, and and I'm putting in serious work are to get to get to, to the place where healing. And you are already ministering to women every. Every day that you go and you are kind to your coworkers or if you ever you know here's the, let me tell you something about Sarah. Okay. It is not in her nature
1: today. I was moody today.
0: I'm sorry. But did you take it out on anybody? I don't think so. Okay. So it is not in her nature to be nasty to the lady at the checkout at Kroger. It is not in her nature to be it it's it, Sarah's only yelled at me once, and I was yelling back so it was like <laughs> it was like mutual yelling okay it it is not in your nature to lash out and to not actively be thinking of okay, they're bringing up my groceries, but how can I serve them today or insert wherever you have, you know, any errands that you have, have run, you know, recently, you are ministering to people all the time because you are intentional about how you interact with people. And so while every day you might not be sharing the message of your story that God has brought you through, but that doesn't mean that you
1: aren't touching the lives of people. Now, today, I would—I ha- don't know about that. I wasn't. She's really, she's really worried that she took it out on somebody. Today. I don't think I took it out, but I definitely. Okay, so this. So I read this. I love the author Gary Thomas. Okay, I love him. I think he's incredible, and he has. Um, he's written this, um, the sacred marriage he's written. I mean, there's a bunch of, but that's the one I can remember. And then he has, um, this devotional that I, that I bought for my dad and he reads it every day. I read it sometimes and he'll send me, he'll send me stuff <laughs> on my text. Sissy, you gotta read this <laughs> sissy. It's so good. You gotta read it. So, um, but anyway, so, um, I, uh, actually, I didn't get the text that said, sissy, you gotta read it. I actually picked it up one day. Uh, it was, Couple it was several weeks ago, but I was like, I just felt like I needed to read it. Mm-hmm. And the coolest phrase—it's this—stuck with me because you know, me being kingdom, I, I mm-hmm. love the idea that that that, uh, that God is working the kingdom. Like when we pray that like kingdom come, His will be done. But we want—I mean, God is king, and we want His kingdom here on earth. And so, of course, when I think of kingdom, I think of princess, right? Hey, right? You know, of course. And I love that that just <laughs> totally goes with. I mean, it's just. It's just so cool for me. And, um, but he was talking about kingdom living and a phrase that's really stuck out is that, um, to me, and he, he obviously was just really in passing, but he said something about splashes of glory. And I was thinking about how, what is my life splashing, mm-hmm. you know, out of, out of, cause it talks about in scripture out of the overflow of our heart. That's what's going to come out of us. So what is when something splashes, it's, overflowing, it's spreading out, it's doing all of that. And so what, what am I giving out as I splash out of my heart? And hopefully it's splashes of glory, um, glory of um, of light and of hope, um, of kindness, of goodness, um, loving on creatures, if you can believe that, saving some worms here or there, um, but splashes of glory. And i that phrase has stuck with me as a way of when I come into a room, am I going to brighten it up or am I going to suck the life out of it? And um, today I'm not quite sure. You brightened it. I promise. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I really, I, I was so, uh, one of the things that really gets on, I get on my own nerves about is when I'm hurting or whatever. I'm, and, and it's it, this way with anybody. You're more self-focused because mm-hmm. you're hurting. And I'm get, looking forward to the time when I am not hurting and then I can just think, how can I, what can I splash into this room? All the time. I know that's not even I don't even know if that's possible, but anyways, I today I'm not quite sure what I splashed everywhere. Um hope, just hopefully it was instead of bright yellow, maybe it was a dull yellow, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Why is it having to be yellow? I just yellow's cheerful. <laughs> that's all. That's the color that just came out. I don't yellow's know. Yellow's blinding. It hurts my eyes. Can you be a muted color, please? Okay.
1: <laughs> what color is joy in um in Inside Out? Blue.
0: No sadness. No is sadness blue. is
1: blue. Is she purple? Maybe. And that's royal. So maybe I'll display splashes, um, splashes of uh, splashes of glory. N- now I'll think of purple. It's royalty. If that's joy, disgust in Inside Out
0: is green. Oh, she's she's yellow. <laughs> She's yellow, <laughs> but she's muted. She's <laughs> she does have blue hair. That's that's where I got the yeah. I got, that's where I got see, the blue from. See. I love the way they do anger. <laughs> He's hilarious.
1: <laughs> he is funny. All right, so that, but that's just what that's just what popped out is the color yellow. I don't know. That is funny. So,
0: um, just bright, yellow, bright. Anyway, um, bright light hurts my eyes. Mm, me too. Um, so bad, and I keep my house. Rather dark. And um, thanks to COVID-19, my 20-year-old daughter has been living at home again. And she wants to open all my blinds and windows, which I have compromised on. And so the blinds in the sunroom are staying open, which during the day can light the whole kitchen and half of the living room. And still, every time she walks downstairs, she flips on the light. Fine, she gets so mad at me when I say that like it hurts. Don't flip the lights on when I'm sitting in the dark. If you know it's gonna hurt me, <laughs> <laughs> and if you keep about it, find somewhere else to live. <laughs> I love how you just said that so quietly ah. with so much. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, this is.
0: She, it's not the first time she's been threatened to find somewhere else to live. <laughs>
1: You know, I tell you what, I, it is so hard when you when you it, it, when you leave. Well,
0: here's the thing: I can't say that because I've never done that. I have never mm-hmm. left and then went back to stay at my parents' house. That's not something
1: I did. So go ahead. It that's okay, especially as the oldest, because I'm yeah. the oldest, mm-hmm. and so of of my family of origin looks like your family. I was, yep. you know, girl, boy, girl. Yes Megan is the oldest I'm the oldest yep. uh, so i um I love all your children but some but Megan has a little bit I love them all dearly mm-hmm. um, but I understand Megan in a lot of ways just because yeah. I'm the oldest and yep. she's the oldest and we just have that in common I'm the oldest of three um but I remember leaving and thinking, I was so glad to leave. I was excited to go and just do my own thing. But then I wanted to come back. I still wanted to be a kid. Yeah. And, and especially because my brother and my sister are still being, a are kid. still being kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a hard, it's just a hard switch of the brain to still see your family, but you're, and you know, you're a part of your family, but it's, It's just a different, it's just different. And she's the first one to do it. And so you, everybody's just kind of learning how to do this. Well, by the time you get to McKenna, you're going to be like,
0: well, and we did really well, but then she had to move home for an extended period of time. Yeah. But even summer, this has been, this has been a a rough adjustment Mm -hmm. or readjustment or or whatever you want to call it. And, um, (laughs) so I've taken on, you know, Matthew has been out of high school for a year and I have taken on this whole mentality of, you know, I only have one minor. I'm only responsible for one. <laughs> Y'all can feed yourselves. You can, you know, do what you're going to do. <laughs> you, can, you can live here rent free if you can be respectful about it. But, you know, I'm only responsible for, for McKenna. Mm-hmm. Period. In, in, end of story. And that is the mentality that I am operating under now.
1: Right, but they still live here, so they got do to, live here. So, so I have could, to deal with them. Right, but. <laughs> got to figure out how to. But I don't make it cater work. to them. No, I get that
0: in a way that I used to, and I think that that is part of a struggle that that was going on. So
1: yeah, I mean that's just it's just a hard adjustment on, in all kinds it of di- different ways. It is. It's
0: just as hard on Cliff and I as it is on mm-hmm. her, because it's. Our relationship has changed. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, bright lights. <laughs> I'm going around like gremlins.
1: Bright <laughs> lights, bright lights. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Yeah, you don't want stuff to turn into that <laughs> to that person, that little gremlin thing. You do not want that to happen. <laughs>
0: Uh, I saw a meme right when all of everything started shutting down and COVID was like at its very beginning, and um, it was of a of the um, this oversized stuffed animal that was the cute gremlin, like before mm. it, it, it. Oh, some, Gizmo! Gizmo, yes, thank you. And somebody. Um, but it was a meme, so he's leaning up against the garbage can and somebody's like, Hurry, somebody pull that out before it rains. We got enough shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. It was funny. Uh-huh. It, it made me laugh because I haven't with I was a kid.
1: With gremlins? With gremlins. Oh yeah, like, we I, would I was... have been we were in elementary school. Yeah.
0: Although I remember watching it. Me too.
1: He was scary.
0: That was not a kid's movie,
1: people. No, not at all. Not uh-huh. at all. That's just scary stuff. Although yes. Gizmo is really cute. He is. So I have a question here for you from our thought-provoking okay. questions. Um, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could have 20 million because I just saw this and my, my, my dad would just laugh at this question for me. What ridiculous thing has someone tricked you into doing or believing? Actually, Lydia would be the same way. I'm really, really, really gullible. Is any, is our, what about you? Can you think of anything like that? I don't
0: know. I don't think I'm that gullible.
1: Yeah, I don't think you are either. I think you're pretty. Um, um...
0: Yeah. Well, I can, I don't know. So let's. Yeah. Go so, ahead.
1: So it's now. Someone she didn't trick me into believing this. She believed this herself. <laughs> it was my grandma. Um, I have two stories. So my, I remember the, my grandma told me that, and I think a lot of people thought this when. Um, that if you swallowed your gum and stayed in your t- stomach for seven years. Okay. Yes. I believed that till I was in college. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I thought it just stuck to your intestines yeah. and it didn't dissolve or, or anything else. I truly believe that. Because, well, my grandma told me. Because and, and, if grandma tells you, it's got to be right. Right. And she she really believed it herself. You know, it's probably one of those old wives' tales that she probably believed, but then she told me because I think I swallowed my gum when I was <laughs> I was little and yeah. I was with her. And she's like, Where'd your gum go? And I, I, I swallowed it. And she was told me that scared me <laughs> to death. And then the other thing. Um, that's my heart. I was in middle school and I believed anything. I still, I still do believe anything my dad says. And he could just, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I just, I'm like, really sorry, you're 43 years old and you're still going to like, yep. okay, right. Cause again, my dad tells, tells me yeah. I'm going to believe him. We were in Florida and we were driving. Um, and I was, I'm actually a very smart girl. Just, just as an aside, I really, really am. But I was like, I wonder where, sh- where, where do shells come from? No, and I really had no idea that they used to be creatures. I did okay. not, I did not know that. So my dad said, um, during the night they rain out of the <laughs> <clouds."> <laughs> I was in middle school and I believed him. I mean, and that, that goes with the whole thing. What is the most ridiculous thing you've ever believed? I mean, really? I mean, that doesn't even, that's not even logical. That's just stupid, Sarah.
0: But not really, because I'm sure by then you knew that manna rained from heaven.
1: I don't think it had anything to do with scripture, even though you just tried to do my job and spiritualize something. I did. No, I was just stupid. <laughs> You're not stupid. You're just gullible. <laughs> right. And then also on that trip, now this was way before tech <laughs> I just remembered this, <laughs> this. was way before technology had anything to do. We, were, we rented a car and it had message center. Mm-hmm. Like I remember it said message center on the um in the middle of the screen or Mm -hmm. on the middle of the car. And I was like, what does message center mean? And, and my dad's like, well, if you, if they find something out at the car place, they're going to send it to us. And and this was like way before technology could even do anything. And I was like, oh my gosh, they can find us. They can send us a message. And my dad's like, yeah. And so I believed I kept waiting for a message for the car in a place to come up. And then also, (laughs) you know how they have those deer crossing signs. Like you like you yes. have deers and deer. Mm-hmm. Like I was reminded, I told um, Dave about this last week. I think it was I, when I was younger and probably until I was, no, I know I was in high school until I try, probably figured this out on my own. I thought that deer knew where they were supposed to cross. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It's just like a, war- can you believe this? Y'all it's like a warning to let you know that this is where deer could be. <laughs> The dear new word across.
0: Oh, uh, I love that one. Thank you. I love that
1: one. Nobody told me that one. I came up with that one on my own. Um, I don't, I I don't, I know that there are more. um, things i'm so glad i saw that, that this is question. not
0: something that anyone like tried to convince me so it it's not necessarily gullible but one of the silly things that i thought when i was a kid was mm-hmm. that during a commercial break they performed those live like every time that there was a commercial so, like, you sit down and watch one show and you watch the 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 where's the beef wendy's commercial i thought that little old lady was coming out asking
1: where the beef was every time every That's time funny. oh do you remember snickers and like how you would they, you had peanuts in your hand you would open it up and there would be a Snickers yeah that
0: doesn't really happen
1: I know but don't believe, believe me I tried it over and over and over again in hopes that it would I just knew that it was going to happen I just knew that I was going to open it up and there was going to be a Snickers there <laughs> okay. oh, I love it <laughs> um. <laughs> okay um. huh, okay all right well oh. Here's another one question. Would you rather live for a week in the past or in the future? Neither. Not
0: a great, an neither. interesting question. It is. I, Tell me why. Okay. Well, number one, um, I, I don't want to go back. Like, I don't understand the people who are like, Oh, I want to do high school again. Uh, no, thank you. Me neither. <laughs> Once was enough. Um, and, I'm sorry, I'm listening to somebody thumping music upstairs, mm. like there's a party going on. Um, it is every experience that that I have had that have, have put me right here. So I don't want to be myself going backwards having those experiences. Does that make you
1: yeah. know, okay. It's kind of talking about, kind of going back to what we said at the, begin- I would we were probably about at the beginning of the show. Beat people
0: like it, it. Yeah. I don't think things would go well. And for the future, I'd rather that unfold naturally. I don't want to know what's, I don't want to know what's coming.
1: I agree. I just saw the question and I, yeah, I, I couldn't give an answer to no. that either. Um, there are definitely things that I wish that I would have done differently, could have done differently. Um, but had I not done them, I wouldn't be here, right? And I wouldn't, I wouldn't know the things that I, I know. know because you can tell somebody something, but until they've experienced exactly, it, and and you've taken it down to who the very core of who you are out of that experience, it's mm-hmm. really hard to um to learn something. I mean, it really is. Um, that's where wisdom comes in.
0: I remember um, the the Facebook post, and I only it's it popped up in my. I have only been logging on to Facebook um, far enough to see it show me my memories and then I come out like too much is going on and I would don't even
1: know what you're, I, I mean like yeah. how to show your memories oh
0: like as soon as I log in it'll say three years ago Oh, really
1: yes I did not know that uh, okay. okay
0: it doesn't do that every time but at least once a day it'll get it'll give me a memory so I haven't been logging on to Facebook a lot um, mm-hmm. recently for personal reasons but a couple weeks ago i logged on um and the memory was of the post that i made the night that megan finished high school and graduated and i remember um both both occasions but in in the in the post i reference when i sat down and i watched dirty dancing with her for the first time like Dirty dancing was that movie was such a part of my growing up. I watched that movie like every day the entire year that I was 11. And I made Megan wait much later than 11 to watch that movie. <laughs> and, um, but when I showed her Dirty Dancing and I watched that with her for the first time, I said, Um, so my parenting is complete. I've now taught you everything that I know to teach you. <laughs> and, and so, after she graduated, it was it was that night or the night after um, graduation? We were sitting in my room and we were watching Dirty Dancing, and so I pulled in, and that's when I made my Facebook post. and And it was this moment where you realize that, like, I've actually taught her all that I can teach her in this moment, and it's time for her to start learning from her own experiences. And that's the moment that I understood the phrase until I'm blue in the face, because you can talk and talk and talk and talk and tell and tell and tell someone your own experiences. But some things just have to be experienced and learned on a personal level. So as a parent, that's the moment that like I understood mm-hmm. talking until you're blue in the face because they're never going to get it until they live it. And so it's this, it's the same thing. Some things have to be learned the hard way, yes, and the personal way,
1: and some things you can try to explain your experience. you can try to explain your story, but if you haven't if the other person hasn't experienced it, it doesn't mean you can't have empathy, right, but if they have an experience, they can't understand the they they're just incapable of understanding right they truly truly are i and that's one of the reasons why I love the song um you 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 talk about songs a lot um it's King and country for King and mm-hmm. for King and country. It's called God only knows. Yep. I love that because truly mm-hmm. I can try to explain the past several years, um, to people who, to people who are in my life or whatever that haven't experienced some of the things that I have. Um, and, and I've had some awesome, I mean, people who've listened and who've come along beside me and do all of that. And, and I'm so grateful for that. But if they haven't experienced Mm -hmm. They can't, there's no way they can understand. And I wouldn't want them to understand. Um, one, another benefit of, of what has happened over the last several years is that my intimacy with God has deepened because truly he, he, he gets it. Mm -hmm. He understands, he understands betrayal. He understands infidelity. He understands, um, divorce. It says in Jeremiah that he was divorced. He, um, and that was it's a fascinating thing, so for me, um to understand that God truly gets me has deepened my relationship and my intimacy with him mm-hmm. so um and then there's things with my kids, I'm like, don't do that, yep, and they nope. do it anyways they do it anyway, or they don't hear or whatever it is. I did the same thing, yep, and I become we can either become stubborn mules <laughs> and continue to do the same things, or we can let those experiences teach us wisdom. Yep. There's a choice we can make out of it. Yeah. Yes. But you're exactly right. Blue in the face. Blue in the face. So, <clears throat>
0: excuse me. I was, um, you know, I have tried to now, and I know that I still say it out of habit because there are some phrases that are just ingrained and Cliff talks about the importance of language all the time. And there are some that I just find myself stuck saying, and I understand it's one of them. And when I say that, it's not that I'm saying, oh, I've, I've experienced that. And, and I get it's that I'm with you. I'm is, in this with you. I'm in this with you is is what I mean when I say that. And so I think about all of the times that that you've shared your heart with me and I've said I understand and I don't understand what it's like to um you know have my husband betray me or to um decide that that he no longer wants to be married to me or to stand up and and figure out life on my own. I don't, I don't understand those things. Um, and, but I, I, I'm with you. I know you are in it. And I think that, that sometimes I'm coming from as a child, Mm -hmm. I understand. And, you know, you said that, you know, will, will the losses ever stop happening? And I'm not trying to be discouraging, but as the child of divorce, I think my answer is no. Like, there are relationships and there are consequences that are still happening sure. to people in my life. I'm 42 years old in just a couple of months and and there are there are still consequences to those decisions that were made
1: 40 years ago. And that's why I fought. Yes, so, I know. So much and I, I didn't didn't matter what I fought, you know, I had to my like god um he lets people choose him mm-hmm. or not choose him. And, and, and that's what free will is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I did not want those, those consequences those consequences for um, your children. Not at all. I and know. for my, and for my leg, for my family legacy and my lineage, but I can say, but God is able to come in. Isn't that a great, I'm sorry. I love, but God, but yeah, God, yeah, my life is a lot of, but God's, mm-hmm. but God, I think know? a lot of people, I would hope that, I mean, but I have great hope. Yep. Like I've seen, I've seen, you know, you are a child of divorce, but God has done some incredible things Absolutely. because in and through it and um, has made your marriage strong because yes. neither of you want your kids to experience that. I'm hoping so we praying. were. We were both children of divorce. Right. <laughs>
0: um, I, I've said it on this podcast before. I came in to th- th- there's a specific phrase talking about language. There's a specific phrase that Cliff and I used when we were engaged. That um, there is no escape clause. Mm-hmm. This is it. I'll bury him, but I won't leave him. I won't divorce him. I won't file those papers.
1: I kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get charges, but I'm not filing. I go to jail,
0: but I'm not filing. And and so, but no. <laughs> but we went in, and you know. <clears throat> I was told from every corner that I didn't know what I was doing. I was too young to make that decision. I made those decisions at 17 that this was a one-time thing. It was It was all or nothing. I'm a very all or nothing kind of person. Like right now, I'm on
1: all sugar. Like it's just <laughs> – There's no middle ground, is there? There is no
0: middle ground. Tomorrow I might wake up and be on no sugar, but today is all sugar. um I struggle in the middle ground, and I know that I do it it's It's a lot of all or nothing decisions if I look back over over the course of my life, and this was an all or nothing decision. and in that, God has blessed that i i have I have had a very blessed marriage. We'll be married 24 years in August. almost all of them have
1: been good. That's incredible. I do want to say, and I love that. And I'm for marriages. That's just like I, 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 I love that. There are some marriages that you that aren't healthy. And I <laughs> and I don't want there to be any kind of shame exactly. or no, whatever. Not. And I know you're not saying that either. I just need to say that even though I fought for my marriage. And let me tell you, I fought for my marriage because that's That's what I It's okay. No, I, part of me sometimes wishes wonders there's going back to that whole week thing that like Mm -hmm. going back should I've given up uh, or should I have I don't know it doesn't really matter all I'm trying to say is I want people to understand that I understand that you can't sometimes marriages just can't work and I understand that as well and I know you do Mm -hmm. I just if there's somebody out there that's feeling any shame or guilt or whatever that's not at all what I want them to feel or to think um but I am glad that I fought for my marriage. I did everything that I could possibly do to fight for uh, for my family, for my kids, for all of that. And then I had to let go. Um, and dang, that was hard. It was, but it shows your strength.
0: I don't know if you can see it yet. But I saw it all along.
1: I appreciate that. We,
0: we've We've been friends... For, Oh my god, like 19 years in September. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? No, because Matthew was an infant,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, he wasn't yet one, yeah, and he'll be 20 this year.
0: <laughs> it's insane,
1: uh huh. It
0: is, it, 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 it's, it's, and I've seen a lot in that time,
1: yes, you have. <laughs> You've seen a whole lot of stuff.
0: Hold up. She's holding on by her fingernails and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> and there is strength in in the fight that you did put up. I, I think that it is a what's the word I'm looking for? Valiant? I don't know. It it is Or stupid. And in, no, no. <laughs> I, I never once thought you were the stupid one. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Steph. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, You know what's crazy? (laughs) On that note, we're going to (laughs) wrap. Go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say, I know I made... I know I'm human. Never mind. We are human. (laughs) Yeah. That's what's... You know, and... But God. But God. He has come in and just continues to surprise the socks off me. Mm -hmm. And and over his good... Just with his goodness, his grace, his mercy... um, He's taken things that should have destroyed me, should have destroyed a whole lot of things. And he said, absolutely not. Let me just show you what I can do with that. And um, oh, but here, hold my beer.
0: <laughs> like, have you seen those? <laughs> no. They are. They usually have to do with the weather. You know, like on the weeks okay. where you have like every season of weather in one week, uh-huh. and it's like. But in Kentucky, Mother Nature's like in here. Hold my beer. Like, <laughs> see what I can do while, and that's what God. God is like, see what I can do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sit back and watch me. Yeah, I lo- the whole thing of be still. And no. That's right. Be still and know that I'm... So I don't
0: think God's holding a beer, but I wonder what's he's, what he's drinking. He's not a water dude. That's too boring.
1: I don't know. I don't know what he's drinking, but um, I, I, when we get to the kingdom, mm-hmm. when he brings it, we're going to have a grand party, and we're going to sit back, and we are going to see what he's we done are. and what, he, how he's been, what he's been up to, and we're going to see him truly kick Satan's ass. And that, my friends, is what I want to join him in doing. I really do. Um, and I'm excited to do that. Doesn't mean that I won't go home and have anxiety. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I won't wake up tomorrow with anxiety. But each day when I get up and I and I understand that I can be a part of something bigger than myself and to just join with him in that grand adventure, good things are gonna happen. Yep. They are going to happen. Um let's we'll just wait and see what he does, right? But God. But God. Awesome. You guys, thank
0: you for for continuing to be on this journey with us and we will um, be back shortly until then continue to live your life authentically.